from the studios of Adventist World Radio in Pune. A very warm welcome to you. This is the international service in English from Adventist World Radio in Pune. On our broadcast today, we have music. Followed by a story for children. With more music coming in, you will also hear a short message from God's Word. This is Maureen. I'm your host, Sharad. And you are listening to Adventist World Radio, The Voice of Hope. Let's begin our program with a song. She was only 18 When she left home that night Her mother fading in the rear view Standing there with tear-filled eyes She knelt there on the front porch Crying, Lord, please hear my prayer I know she's wrong but my love is strong Bring her back, it's rough out there Love is patient, love is kind It's willing to go the distance When our heart is on the surest anchor through the sense of time love is patient love is Love 
You are listening to Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope from Pune, India. And now it's time to hear a story. Mother's Love The Vietnam War broke out. Followed the heart, the young husband joined the military and sacrificed his life, leaving behind his wife and kids. Life post-war was very hard, often with not enough food to eat. Still young and beautiful, the wife refused to remarry and dedicated her entire life to raise her kids with the best possible care and education. An opportunity came. The first-born son migrated to America, studied hard and became a NASA engineer, having a good life. The son sent home letters often, together with much money for mom to spend. However, Christmas after Christmas, New Year after New Year, with the many excuses, the son stubbornly refused to travel home to visit mom. When the mother died, the son soon returned and organized a big funeral, but people did not see him shedding tear. Mother left behind a chest that she always placed at the top of her bed. During the funeral, the son opened the chest and suddenly burst into tears, sobbed, embraced his mother's coffin and screamed, Mom! Mom! Everyone looked at each other and looked at the chest. It was full of hundred dollar bills and a piece of paper. In it, it read, Son, I don't spend too much money. I miss you a lot. Every time I hear a motorcycle passing by, I run out the door, but it wasn't my son. I saved this money for you in case when you get sick. Thank you for an inspiring story. Friends, God's word is our guide to success. It teaches us the truth and equips us with the skills and understanding to live life to the fullest. Indeed, dishonesty, jealousy, anger, hatred, revenge, avarice, prejudice, selfishness and exploitation are shown to be factors which destroy peace within the individual, in relationship and in society. Dear listener, love, understanding, forgiveness, reconciliation, acceptance of one's fault, generosity, personal commitment to justice and peace are upheld as values which can guide a young person throughout life and bring peace and harmony on earth when they are practiced by all. Well, friend, to learn more on God's Word, you're welcome to write to us on Adventist World Radio, Post Box number 17, Pune 411-001, Maharashtra, India. You can also email us on AdventistMediaCenter at gmail.com. Do follow these programs on our website, that is, my soul in sad exile was out on life's sea, so burdened with sin and distress. Then I heard. Sweet voice, say, make me your. 
Seeking fulfillment for your life? Do you want freedom from fear? That's why we're here. Welcome to Jesus 101, introducing you to the real Jesus. And now, here's your host, Elizabeth Talbot with Mike Tucker. I'm Mike Tucker. And I'm Elizabeth Talbot. HMS Richards talked about how he misbehaved as a boy and what happened after that. And the story he tells is that when he misbehaved, his mother sent him out to the willow tree and said, I want you to cut a switch. Now, ordinarily, that meant that she was going to spank him. With That's the, right. That, the, that would the be the sign. That's right. <laughs> okay. But when he brought the switch in, his mother was so distraught with what he had done that she thought that something different needed to be done. Mm. And so she said, all right, now I want you to take the switch to punish me and to whip me. <sighs> 
Now, you know, the impact that that had upon Richards was such that he just, you know, he couldn't do it. He was breaking down in tears. I can't do this. Mm. But really, that is a symbol of what Christ has done for us. We've misbehaved. Mm. He said, I'm going to take your punishment. Uh, our stripes are upon him, right? Yeah, With his, by wow. his stripes, we are healed. And so he took our punishment. This is, this is a wonderful enacted parable, if you please, of, right. of what we're going to see today of how how is it that God would go himself and uh, be punished in our place? That's right. And we're going to talk about some difficult topics, like um, people talk about the, the wrath of God, mm-hmm. of the anger of God. And mm-hmm. we so many times have tried to um, put uh, in, in God's uh, heart our, our mm. human feelings. That's right. So when we see something that talks about God being angry, right. or we want to send God to a 12-step program, you know, it's <laughs> like, you know, we, we know people like that, that, that have rage. And, yeah, and, get over your rage, that's Lord. Right. I mean, come on. And, and we don't understand that we're talking about a whole different type of thing here. Because yes. if if God was angry towards us, He wouldn't have oh, listen, sent. Uh, you well, know, He does not miss with lightning bolts. If He wants us gone, <laughs> if, you know, if He's angry, we're gone. So it must be something a little different. That's uh, right. Because here He sets Himself, He punishes Himself because He wants us back with Him. Uh, That's right. He He goes through the whole ordeal so that we can be free and have eternal life with Him. And truthfully, His wrath is something that we can be thankful for. If you want to know. The truth when properly understood yeah. that he is a God uh, who, who cares enough. Yeah, he vindicates, right. uh, you know, like like when you vindicate your children That's if something's right. happening to That's them. Right. So today we're going to try to see that, that one moment in which Jesus has to face that there's no other way to do this mm-hmm. than to die. And mm-hmm. uh, he is uh, actually having a hard time with it because this is where it makes it really real. We call this story the Garden of Gethsemane right. because this is where it, it takes place in a garden. Um, very very close to to the city of Jerusalem right. and we're in Matthew chapter 26 starting with verse 36 then Jesus went with his disciples to a place called Gethsemane and he said to them sit here while I go over there and pray he took Peter and the two sons of Zebedee along with him and he began to be sorrowful and troubled then he said to them my soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death stay here and keep watch with me. Okay, here we see that Jesus is is facing the greatest trial of his life, and right. and and we don't fully, and we will never fully understand no. what Jesus went through no. at that moment. Because don't forget that sin is this, uh, it made separation from God. Something which Jesus had never experienced. Had never experienced never a separation experienced. from God, That's and right. and we will see in in subsequent programs how he felt abandoned uh, right. at the cross. But here he's about to feel. He's starting to feel the weight of all the sins of the mm-hmm. of the world from the beginning to That's the right. end and and he starts being in this deep grief and he says I, it's to the point of death i'm dying of yeah. pain this here. is killing me this yeah, is this absolutely is... killing i'm feeling my life forces ebb away because of the pain i'm I'm feeling. And I love this this humanness of Jesus that we yeah. see in verse 39 where he's saying, is there any other way, God? Is, yeah. is Please, is there any other way? He says, going a little farther, he fell on his face to the ground and prayed, my father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. You know, there's a picture of Jesus uh, in Gethsemane kneeling serenely with his hands folded upon a rock and the beautiful light shining. <laughs> it's, and it's a beautiful picture, but it's terribly but it's a fantasy. Yes. yes, because he was face down on the ground. Yeah, he's, uh, he, he's sweating blood. He's, right. he's, he's dying of this pain. And he's like, God, is there any other way that That's we can right. do this? And I, I want to tell you, um, 
If you're facing a difficult trial today, I mean, many of us have done a prayer like this, even though they're not oh, have yes. the we don't we were not feeling the same pain that Jesus is feeling. No. But is there any other way to do this? You know, is mm-hmm. is there any other way out? Please, Lord. And actually, Jesus' greatest temptation was actually to bypass the cross. That's right, because he, you know, he had the power to bypass it. Yeah, you and, know, unless he wanted to. Redeem us. us. Yeah. Yes. And so, see, this is the temptation since Jesus starts his ministry. Mm. Remember when uh, the devil came and tempted him? That's the right. temptation was, look, why don't you, I, I have all the kingdoms of the world. How, why don't you worship me and bypass the cross? That's right. This was always the temptation to That's bypass right. the cross. Mm-hmm. And so, um, actually, I want to talk to you a little bit about this cup. Many people think that cup is simply a symbol of deep sorrow mm-hmm. and suffering. But actually, there is a, a background to the statement uh, of cup and the symbol of cup. That's right. It's found in Isaiah chapter 51. Actually, it's found in many places, but we're going to talk to you just about that one because mm-hmm. we don't have time to do all of it. But when we were talking about God's judgment on somebody, we always talked in the Old Testament about God's cup of his mm-hmm. wrath, of, of his anger, or his of his indignation. That's right. Yeah. And uh, actually, we, we can prove that to you through these verses because in the past Israel had felt this cup of affliction when the oppressors came and, mm-hmm. and took them to, to mm-hmm. exile, right? Uh, but God says, look, I, I have found a way out for you. So we, you want to read it for us? Isaiah chapter 51, starting with verse 21. Therefore, hear this, you afflicted one, um, made drunk, but not with wine. This is what your sovereign Lord says, your God who defends his people. See, I have taken you out, taken out of your hand the cup that made you stagger. From that cup, the goblet of my wrath, you will never drink again. And so here uh, he keeps talking about his anger, his judgment, his wrath as mm-hmm. a cup. That, right. that Israel needed to drink. And he says, That's you know right. what? You're not going to drink of it anymore. Yeah. And right after Isaiah 51 come the great news mm-hmm. about Jesus being the one that will take his, right. his wrath. And then, you know, have you have uh, chapter 52 that announces the good news. Mm-hmm. And actually, then you have 53, which we call the song of the suffering servant, That's right. where it says that God made him a sin offering. Um, uh, and uh, maybe we can read this on verse 10 uh, and 11 of uh, Isaiah 53. Yet it was the Lord's will to crush him and cause him to suffer. See, here, here God is taking an active role in, right. in, in the death of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, you know, he will be doing this uh, for you guys, which is the rest of the chapter. In your place, he is going to be taking this cup. That's right. And though the Lord makes his life a guilt offering, he will see his offspring and prolong his days. And the will of the Lord will prosper in his hand. And as a result of the anguish of his soul, mm-hmm. he will see it and be satisfied right. because by his Verse knowledge, 11. the righteous one, my servant, will justify the many. That's right. So here we know that there is a a judgment, a punishment in the sense of setting things right. And the good news is that, that we don't have to experience that judgment. Jesus drank the cup for, for us. us. And and this is very important. Many of you have, have heard the word justice. You know, mm-hmm. God is a just God. Um, there is, His holiness is never mocked. No. It's not that we are saved uh, uh, even though we have a sinful nature, we are just saved because He just forgot His no. law, His justice. Yeah. I mean, if He could have done that, 
then Jesus would not have had to gone to the cross. You know, I, you know, everybody gets a second chance. No big deal. Yeah. We'll start all over yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not a yeah. big deal. But here Jesus is saying, is there any other way? I mean, is, is there any other way we can do this that I don't have to drink this cup for right. everybody from the beginning of the world until the end of the world? Because that's a big cup. Yeah. I mean, a, you talk about the sins of the world. That's what Jesus uh, bore on the cross. Yes. And so uh, many of you perhaps have heard the definitions of justice and mercy and grace. And I, and I love them. So maybe I, I want to, <laughs> let's do that right now. Justice is when you get what you deserve. Right. So the Bible is very clear that mm-hmm. we all deserve death. Yeah, I don't want justice. Yeah, you, we don't want justice. That's my undoing. <laughs> but God is a just God. You yeah, know, and fine. you would say, well, don't I deserve to die? Well, he says, oh, yeah, yes, but I'm going to die in your place. And right. Like HMS uh, mother saying, that's right. you deserve to be punished. I'm going to be gonna punished. Take it for you. Yeah, <laughs> what a great lesson. Yeah, and then, right. uh, so justice is when you get what you deserve. Mm-hmm. Mercy is when you don't get what, what you, you deserve. deserve. That's and right. grace is when you get. What you don't deserve. That's right. So it's, it keeps adding, adding. So not only is Jesus taking the cup, but on top of that, we get eternal life. That's right. You know, so it's more than justice, more than mercy is grace. That's and right. So we continue here on verse 40. Uh, we're back on Matthew 26, Matthew by the way. Matthew ch- chapter 26, verse 40. Then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. Could you men not keep watch with me for one hour? He asked Peter. Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the body is weak. And he went a second time and he prayed again, Father, if this cannot pass unless I, I drink this cup, yeah. your will be done. And, and he found them again sleeping and he came a third time. And, and then by then he had already mm-hmm. uh, decided in his spirit yeah. that he would go and take this cup and uh, be, you know, have the judgment of God in our place so that we would never have to drink the violation, this cup. Yeah, the violation of God's law demands that something be done. Mm. And that which is done is the shedding of blood. Mm. And that can be either your blood, my blood, or it can mm. be the blood of a substitute. Jesus Christ is that substitute See. who drank the cup. And, and suffered for us. Yes, Jesus is the substitute and the representative That's of right. the human race. And in here, he takes the cup for us, the cup of judgment. This is why we can honestly say, uh, along with some other uh, New Testament writers, there is no condemnation for those who are in, in Christ, Christ Jesus. Jesus. Romans 8. He does not condemn you. We have no right to condemn ourselves. No one has the right to condemn you because you have been forgiven. You have been redeemed. And your salvation is secure in Jesus because he drank the cup for you. Praise the Lord. Thank you for joining us today on Jesus 101. For more insights and resources, connect with us at Jesus101institute.org. That's Jesus101institute.org. Until next time, live free. Woohoo!
Just a poor wayfaring stranger. I'm traveling through this world of woe. There's no more night and no more sorrow in that bright land to which I go. I'm just a poor. Wayfaring stranger, I'm traveling through this world of woe. There's no more night, yeah, no more sorrow in that bright land to which I go. I'm going there to see my father. Just to go in over Jordan. I'm just a go over
With this, we have almost come to the end of our program. To know more on God's Word, we would love to receive your letters on Adventist World Radio, Post Box Number 17, Pune, 411-001, Maharashtra, India. You can also write to us on Adventist Media Center at gmail.com. You may also follow all our programs on our website, that is awr.org slash English program. This is your host, Sharad. And I'm Maureen, signing off from Adventist World Radio. Do join us again along with your family and friends. Until then, we wish you good health and a happy home. Goodbye and God bless you. Goodbye.